good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world, and welcome to A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. I am your host, Austin Varvel, and today I have a very, very special guest, someone that I'm very privileged to be able to interview and just have this conversation with. Uh, this gentleman began as an Emmy award-winning actor, producer, and director. He's now begun an entirely new journey as a Kundalini yoga teacher, a men's evolutionary life coach. He's also taught women self-defense as well as found an online school known as Mott University. So Kiko Ellsworth, thank you. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm glad to be alive. Appreciate you. Everyone listening, I love you. You're all my brothers and sisters and uh, I'm honored to be here. You know, thank you so much. 100%, man. Um, first and foremost, you know, the, the biggest question that I have for you is, you know, that's a very big life transition coming from, you know, that that Hollywood lifestyle where, you know, you're all in the news and all every, you know, in all of the magazines and, you know, changing and adapting a lifestyle that is a lot more, you know, not only holistic centered, but a little more simplistic as well. You know, what what kind of made you begin that journey and really, you know. Yeah. You know, the the interesting thing is that this this lifestyle is much more natural. You know, it's much more natural for me, at least. Um, and the beautiful thing is that it still includes like the entertainment. And like, this is a part of it. It's, it, it's, it's being in front of the camera. And for me, you know, the reason why I, I like left is because I was, I didn't feel an alignment with who I was in front of the camera with who mm. I was becoming and needing to become off the camera in my real life, let's just say. And now it's just like, I feel good, you know, because now yeah. I can talk about the stuff on camera that really matters to me, you know, and entertainment is so great. It's a great tool, man. It's a great tool. It's like, you can use it in any way you want. You can use the hammer to hammer a nail. You can hammer somebody's head. It's up to you. It's just a tool, you know, and I'm so grateful for learning you know the art of or the skill and art of acting and producing and directing and putting together these these many worlds and these big worlds that are like and, and envelop our imaginations and allow us to explore things that we might not have otherwise thought were possible because they take us on these these journeys man so you know um so yeah, well, I think that I think that answers some of your question, but 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 like I told you, man, we're gonna go all over the place. But yeah, man, that's that's how I kind of got here, man. Nah, man, and that's beautiful because I I really think that you know there's a very big misconception that a lot of people have is you know once they get to you know accumulating wealth and physical objects and the material objects they find and try to associate that with some form of self completion or some self of you know fulfilling that own identity you know and that's where a lot of people when they get there they find that you know that if they feel just as empty if not even a little emptier when they get there you know and the people that are around them some of those people are now gone hopefully some of those people are still there but you know when they finally get there they realize you know this wasn't like you said in alignment with who i am what i'm meant to do and who i'm meant to be and then they're there and i'm like well damn what do i do now you know where do i go somewhere else <laughs> exactly <laughs> that became real clear i think for a lot of us it's like well it ain't here i was looking for something that was supposed to fill me up and now that I'm here and I had, you know, a few of those big moments as well, too, 
whether it be with like entertainment, you know, Hollywood fast lifestyle or with women or with it, whatever the case may be. And then realizing I'm still empty, still mm-hmm. empty. And it wasn't until I started, um, you know, moving away, you know, I, I, I before I got married, I, I saw the woman who was still my a creative best partner, like on the planet. And we're not together like married anymore. But when I saw her, she had something that filled me up. And she was a person, she's she's a woman that had alignment and integrity. I'll just say alignment with herself. Like she Mm -hmm. was aligned with who she was. She had a hold of who she was as a person. And like who she was being for herself, that was enough. You know, she wasn't trying to get so much out here and out here. It was just like, I'm cool being me. And I, I wanted that in my entire life since I was five. I never had like that, that hold of me. And that's all I ever wanted. And I think probably many of us. And one of my favorite saying is, is, is once you have you, you have everything. I mean, I think about that. that. I mean, think about that. Once you have you, when you have you, you have everything. The money will come. Yes. The people will come. The opportunities will come. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have you, it's just like for me, what that means is like I'm 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 in the reclining chair, you know what I'm saying? Of me. I'm sitting back, cool being me. I'm not trying to be nobody else. I'm accepting of my own swagger. I'm cool with my faults. I'm not beating myself up. I'm learning from it. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 doing me. Like I'm I realize the uniqueness and beauty and power and sensitivity and 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 relevance of my own soul residing in this human body. You know what I'm saying? I'm important and you're important and she's important. But we're all important. It's like we're all very important beautiful notes in the most beautiful song of creation, right? And if one note is off, the whole song ain't gonna sound right. So like, you're important, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I, and we and we all are. And that doesn't, that's not ego. You gotta, it's like, it ain't ego. It's just facts. Yes. You're a divine being, bro. Plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? You deserve high octane fuel to put in your body and your mind, me too, and her and my mom, everybody, you know what I'm saying? So I think that when I started to really build that real foundation from within, as opposed to what I was doing prior to that, was trying to like build a foundation from without, okay, the the Mercedes is gonna make me, or you know, being acknowledged in this magazine is gonna make me, or winning an Emmy award is gonna make me, or you know, having a certain amount of women is gonna make me, or money in my account. Those things are cool. I think that they, they, they work really well after you already have you because then you use those items properly, you know, to fulfill your, your, your mission, which is always, in my opinion, is always gonna be aligned with the divine mission, you know, once we align with that. So yeah, that's where I'm coming from with that, brother. 
No, man, I completely agree. And I think that that's beautiful, man, you know, especially with talking about how, you know, us as men, you know, we always have, we've always really kind of had this kind of social narrative where, you know, we're supposed to be the one that is egotistical. We're very aggressive. We don't really show that emotion. We don't really, you know, feel within. We don't really explore, like you said, that sensitive side. And thus, because of that, we don't ever achieve that full completion. We don't ever reach that alignment that you speak of because, you know, we're always taught that, you know, we don't talk about this or we don't feel this or we don't express this and we don't communicate. And because of that, you know, we've we become very disassociated with, you know, who we are with our divine mission and our divine being within ourselves. And, you know, I love what you do, because especially within the black community and just the colored community in general, that, you know, as a masculine figure, there isn't any type of emotion other than, you know, aggression, frustration or some form of dominance there isn't excuse me an ability to have weakness there isn't an ability to show some form of sadness or depression you know and i really love the work that you do because you're helping rewrite that narrative and that's what we're doing right now is we're rewriting that narrative and being able to reconstruct what that future will look like so you know what do you see as some of those underlying causes of that narrative and how can we kind of change it that's so beautiful, man. Put I, I literally getting chills from hearing everything you just said. I got chills. I love it, I love it man. Everything yes. you just said yes. on my back and everything, man. Yes. So beautifully put on my knees Thank and you. my everything. You know. I, one of the things, man, it's 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 about, you know, we have a we have a definition of what we were taught or programmed what a man was. Yes. And I think that that's that sort of illusion and we're rising the level of consciousness, like that's completely being redefined. And we're seeing that we're much more than that, than those sorts of physical beings that were only really taught how to survive. And, you know, one of the things for us as men is that if we're really gonna be strong like how we say we are, these warriors, you know, uh, courageous, right? We're realizing that that, if we're gonna stay true to those sorts of aspects, but that, that doesn't, that, that, that causes us to continually move and explore other territories of life, of ourselves. And it takes strength to be truthful to yourself. When you talk about, look, everyone has emotions. 100%. Men, you tell them, okay, so men have the emotions of sadness. Men have the emotions of sensitivity, of vulnerability, of regret. Everybody has got emotions, like an equalizer. We all have these emotions. Now, maybe yes. we've been trained to shut them down. It takes strength to acknowledge, to express things that are hard to express, that you haven't been taught to express, that you've been told a man doesn't do that, but yet you have it going on. You know, the way I see things like that is like, it's a level of actually being more true to yourself and saying, look, look, you're awesome, man. You, you hurt my feelings, man. What you said really, you know, I feel like you betrayed me. 
And I feel like we're not, like it, it hurt my feelings. You know what I'm saying? For, for someone to be able to say that you really hurt my feelings, that's being, that's, that's ex demonstrating more alignment, more being honest with yourself, more courage, more strength to tell you, I have a vulnerable area right here, but that doesn't mean that I'm, I let someone strike me down. You see what I'm saying? It's yep. just being, there's just more to be honest about. And in being more honest about these other emotions, what I love about acting, man, it's like in acting is like allowed it, in the, it for, for men, it's great for everybody, but especially for men, it kind of gives us, uh, I always loved you know, expressing my emotions no matter what. I was never really caught up too much in that sort of, that narrative too much. Maybe because I got into acting when I did, I'm not sure, but it kind of gives us an excuse to be emotional, to know yes. how to access these emotions, right? 100%. And it, and and then what? But once you once you're once you stop avoiding, once a man stops avoiding accessing these emotions, and he starts to go in, and he's like, "Man, that took strength. I, I had to like, you know, really call on the strength part of myself to explore these aspects because." I saw some pain under there and, and some hurt and I, some hurt when I was a little boy and, you know, something to do with my father and something to do with my mother. And, you know, I got a, I had a heartbreak, you know, this girl. And you start to see that, you know, you need a strength to explore that. And so to, 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 to answer the, another aspect of your question, that part of the man that we're allowing to disintegrate that old paradigm of that man he used to not be able to uh embrace the feminine aspect of himself that opposing as aspect of himself that reverse aspect that that receiving aspect of himself so simply put he would he would think you know uh if it has anything to do with femininity i have to reject it because femininity makes me not a man and that's completely inaccurate actually yep you know when you know all men have a certain level of opposing energy and femininity within them and all women have a certain level of opposing energy masculinity within them too we have to learn how to navigate that you see what i'm saying how to navigate because there's times when it's like you know it's like it's like boxing be masculine okay throw some punches Right. But what's but what you know, but what's one of the best being feminine is doing the blocks and like bobbing and weaving. That's not a masculine, you know, trait is to bob and to weave and to move and receive and to retreat. That's a feminine quality. You see what I'm saying? That's a receiving quality, learning how to receive and block. Right. So it's really learning how to better navigate ourselves, you know, and how to be sensitive to when to proceed, when to go backwards when to go, you know what I'm saying, how to move and navigate through the, the pillars of life. And so now the what I see is the, the definition of a man moving forward, a part of that definition is a man that knows how to identify his emotions and his feelings. He knows how to, well, first of all, he allows himself to access them mm. and then he allows himself to, I, then he's, he's skilled enough to identify what he's accessing, right? And then he's skilled enough and versed and practiced enough to express what he's accessing because oftentimes we always need to communicate something, right? Whether I'm telling you, you know, you hurt my feelings or something like that, or I'm telling you, yo, please, I don't want you 
in my life anymore. I love you, but you need to stay over there, brother, because I love you, but I'm not committed to what you're doing in your life and, and how yep. you live in your life is not in alignment with me. You see what I'm saying? So that's 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 like we gotta we that's what we gotta learn as men how to communicate our truth and be sensitive and open and aware. That's one that's one major thing is the access of emotions and then the, and the authentic expression of those in healthy ways. I completely agree, man. And I love the fact that you use the analogy of kind of like that swing or that equalizer, because, you know, I see the divine masculine and the divine feminine on a spectrum. Right. And that's literally it. It's they're on a spectrum. Some are going to swing one way. Some are going to swing the other. And the reality of it is, is the swinging is the unity. The swinging is the oneness. It's the wholeness of that entire being. And that being is either man or woman. But that's based upon the ability of creation, not based upon the idea and the identity of the soul. And that identity of the soul is truly the completion of that masculine and feminine. And that is why it is so important that we be vulnerable. It is so important that just as you said, we develop that internal understanding and that internal completion so that we can communicate it so that we don't have to be, you know, people in toxic relationships or toxic, you know, have these toxic lifestyles or, you know, portray this entire identity that is contrary to what we really are and who we really are deep down. And that's what I love more than anything, you know, is that we're starting to see this change and we're even starting to see it in how, you know, people are understanding how their mindset and how their physicality or what they think uh, is correlated with how they feel and the way that they act and the things that they put in their body, as well as, you know, just the way that they perceive life, man. It's it's a beautiful thing to be on the cusp of such a change in consciousness right now. It's, it's crazy because there's so much stuff going on right now, right in between it. But yeah. ultimately what we're seeing is we're seeing that elevation in consciousness. We are seeing a true growth in the world. And it's it's just beautiful to see, man. I'm just truly grateful to just be a part of it right now. Yeah, there's, and there's, there's one thing that you brought up in what you just said that I definitely want to touch on because it's going to lend to, to some clarity. Um, and because sometimes uh, we, we, we as men and women, so we all got, we all, men and women, we, we all got programmed with this sort of unhealthy masculine macho dude that, that did blah, 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 right? Yes. We have a, we have a learning curve as men and as women. So one thing that like women should know as well too, is that as we as men are learning how to be this new definition of men, we have to try, we, we have, we, we're gonna fumble the ball. We're gonna mess up. We have, yes. to, we have to look at these new role models that are starting to pop up on the planet because old role models, we're like, okay, I gotta actually find something new. There's a transition period that's, that's happening with a lot of us in the world and with men, especially with women, in relationship with men you know and if we know what's happening and it's going to make it's going to make the transition a, a little bit easier if we can identify kind of what's happening you know a man that goes from not expressing himself to eventually learning how to express himself is going to go through a very uncomfortable teenage adolescent period where he's going to be all goofy and sloppy and like pubic, you know what i'm saying it's like it's that transition phase and but there has to be a, a space, some sort of safe space to allow him to start, start to grow up, to start to mature emotionally and mentally and spiritually into this more whole and complete spiritual being in this masculine body. 
And so that's one thing that he needs, he's gonna need space. We can't expect this man from ourselves or if we're in a relationship to a man to show up perfect every single time. And we have to be honest that, hey, look, I'm trying the best that I can. I don't understand this. I don't yes. understand what's going on. I'm like real confused right now. I need support. I need some help. And I'm feeling like some things that's going on with me I've never felt before. And I don't have this figured out that we got to ask for help. We have to have role models because it's that old identity, that old uh, archetype of a male that didn't ask for help, that couldn't express himself, that didn't yes. wasn't aware that he needed assistance. So, you know, we have to start to explore that and then express that and then, you know, others to understand that we have to have the space to do that, right? Another thing is that being sensitive can also be mistaken for being emotional, being, you know, uh, or like crying or that sort of thing. And so what we're talking about, we're, we're really talking about being aware and conscious of what's going on with you. Sometimes you get to, ex you, you express your emotions and some of, sometimes those emotions are with tears or that sort of emotionality. So, but what's really required is the ability to be high, more and more aware of what's going on with us. Okay, so that doesn't mean that he's, that doesn't mean that this man is constantly crying because sometimes a man shouldn't be sensitive and cry while he's aware of with himself. You know, because I've, I've had some men saying, well, I've been doing this and now my wife is telling me you being too sensitive. Now you crying. Now you doing all this stuff. Now you being, so that's, so there's a balance that needs to happen, right? Because sometimes we shouldn't be too much in our femininity. Sometimes we need to we need to know how to balance that out, right? You see what I'm saying? And women need to know how to balance that out as well too. So it's just you know what I want to say really to 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 it's it's with this particular aspect. It's more about being aware of what's going on with you, not necessarily emotionally sensitive. Those are two separate things: emotional sensitivity or awareness, just being aware and being able to see and feel what's happening. So those are two separate things. So uh, we don't want to get those actually collapsed. No, and I completely agree, man. And I, I really love the fact that you brought that up is that, you know, there really is that distinction and that that emotional sensitivity or even, you know, that that emotional intelligence is something that, you know, we develop and we only almost accumulate through experience, you know, but we don't have to necessarily have experience in life to have an alignment within our being you know sometimes we have to go through life and go through experiences to get back to that alignment but we always we're, we're brought into this world as that clean slate where we are fully aligned with who we are that being and that true connection and then as life progresses we undergo experiences we go through certain things and we start to either stray from it or we stay in alignment with it however you know ultimately that doesn't reflect, you know, where that emotional sensitivity is or where that kind of emotional pendulum swings, because at the end of the day, both of which will be aligned so long as you are aligned with yourself. You can't get to an alignment with self if you're in alignment with just your emotions. You know, those those are called sociopaths, right? Those aren't people who are aligned with themselves. They're they're almost emotionless. So when it comes down to something like that, you know, that is something that we as men are starting to develop and, and we're starting to explore that little more of that feminine as well as, you know, still holding on to 
a little more of those masculine narratives about, you know, of course, we're going to have that ego or that sense of competition, but it doesn't have to be, you know, so rigid. It doesn't have to be so strict. It could be something a little more cooperative and co-creating. You know, I want to shift gears kind of a little bit um, and kind of talk about, you know, how this manifests into the things that we eat and kind of how that even portrays and kind of saturates, if you will, our connection to that divine being, because, you know, a lot of what we eat can also contribute to our in our inability to align ourselves with our divine being, with our, you know, our higher self and really become fully comfortable in who we are. I mean, you're talking to, a, <laughs> you know, years ago, I used to eat Carl's Jr., In-N-Out, fast food, you know, fat burger, all that stuff. And, and, and you know, I would eat meat. If I didn't have meat in my meal, and I'm not saying meat was wrong, but you know, I was eating meat and not only was I eating meat at every single meal, but it wasn't necessary. It wasn't like farm raised clean meat. I was just eating meat. And you know, it had hormones in it and steroids in it. And, 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 and you know, I realized that I was a drug addict mm. through the types of food that I was eating. I was, I was a crack addict. I was like strung up on these drugs, on these steroids. Those are some of the most subtle drugs that you get addicted to. You think if they if they put a, a drug, a steroid in a cow to make it grow soon and I eat that meat, that I'm not getting some of that drug and I continue to eat that meat, that I'm not going to start getting addicted to that stuff. I realized that. But and then I also realized that um, there was a point in my life when I it was like, I remember it was like noon. It was like 12 12, 15 in the, in the afternoon, straight up. And I remember being so sluggish and tired and my brain, I just felt like I was like this cloud. I felt like I was a cloud, like a, mm. a gray, dark gray, light gray cloud that was stuck, that wasn't moving. And I remember I was thinking it's 12 o'clock in the middle of the day and I'm feeling so tired. I didn't do nothing. I didn't exercise this morning. I'm not sick. I just feel like my all my energy is stuck. I knew something was wrong. And that's when I w- w- wasn't paying too much attention to my my food intake, a, a lot of intake, but particularly my food intake. And, you know, as time went on, my diet started to improve. But I remember I had a point where I said, oh, wait a minute, this, my brain fog is going away mm. I'm actually feeling lighter I'm actually feeling actually happier it's easy for me to be happy I can like smile and it ain't nothing but a thing it's not like I gotta fight through something to lift my energy up <clears throat> mm. so I started thinking about my life like the CEO of my own company I said well I'm no it's because I'm eating less of this unclean meat and unclean diet altogether, you know, because it's not just the meat, it's a lot of other things too, you know, sugar and things like that. I said, well, from a CEO sort of perspective on how I'm running the company, that which is my life and my body, if I'm just feeling better, you know, I'm getting more ROI, (laughs) you know, I'm just getting more, more ROI right here than I've ever gotten. Why would I go back to doing that? It doesn't even make sense to going back to doing that. Exactly. And so I said, okay, well, I'm going to keep going on this path. I'm going to keep exploring this because if I'm feeling better here and, you know, who knows where this is going to take me. 
and I'm still I'm still on the same same path. I haven't stopped. My my diet is going to continually to get better and better and better, and it's going to continue to get better and more plant based and and then more particular with different types of plant based. You know, I, but but the one thing that I I think in this process, like I, I allow myself to, is um. It took me a long time to get to the point where I was at before when I wasn't eating so great, and so I didn't try to rush myself out of it and force myself out. I mm-hmm. actually did, like once or twice, and it wasn't too successful. And then I learned I gotta actually take my time. I have to prime my consciousness before I expect my body to actually do it. And now it was able when I prime my consciousness, when my consciousness really understood where it was going. Then my body stayed plant-based, you know, permanently and easily. It just makes total sense for me right now. But having the a higher quality of food in my body, in our bodies, I can't state it enough. The difference that it makes, because in the beginning, when there's, I'm gonna talk something very like sort of like subtle and specific that some people can't relate to, but when there's meat consciousness in your body, meat consciousness, we think that that meat consciousness is us having an opinion towards meat outside of us that it needs that to ingest it, but that's just the meat consciousness connecting with meat consciousness outside of you. And I realized that once I got the meat consciousness out of me, there was no alignment with meat outside of me. And then I saw myself as this separate from the consciousness of meat. There was a very clear separation between the consciousness that was meat that used to reside in me and identify as me and the consciousness as meat. I thought it was one and the same. And then I realized when it got removed from me, oh, that was the consciousness of meat. Mm. Meat has a consciousness. Plants have a consciousness. There's all these different levels of consciousness. I'm not even aware of like even half of them, right? But there's all these different levels of consciousness. And very specifically, when I removed that level of consciousness out of my body, I started seeing much, much clearer my awareness of love, of life, of communication, of my own soul, of my inner workings, just everything just continues to elevate. It continues because in my experience, you know, um, there's certain items that keep us sort of stuck in our lower chakras, right? You got your heart chakra, which is your fourth right here. Then you got your third and then you got your, your second and then you got your base, which is sort of survival, right? Mm-hmm. And the fear, materialism, eating heavy foods like, you know, red meat and stuff like that, that keeps us stuck and anchored Think of a big anchor of a ship, right? Think of a ship trying to sail, but it got that anchor that's just dragging on the bottom of that seafloor, right? There's things like that, like these heavy meats and toxic foods and sugars and things like that and fear and and obsessing over sex and things like that that keep us anchored in those lower that lower triangle, those lower three triangles, those lower three chakras. And it's just like that anchor 
that's dragging and we might be think we sailing but we we got this anchor that's dragging us and not allowing us to flow man because we just here to flow man you know what i'm saying we just want to like and let that wind blow us and flow we want to do that and when we and when we experience man i tell you yo when you experience pulling up that anchor or even cutting that cutting it let's just say cutting that anchor right yeah. and letting it go and when you start experiencing really being taken by the wind and the flow of that river and the flow of your soul ooh baby you know what i'm saying i feel like i want to like just like dancing up and churching up yeah. here like tapping it's like oh, yo yeah. yo it's just it's it's undescribable because because your soul gets unleashed it gets unleashed and it's never ending like i'm not even where close to enlightenment or my top level of consciousness i just know that i'm on the on the on the right path i just know I that i'm you. on the right path you know what i'm saying and it feels good and it feels right and i'm contributing you know what i'm saying it's like and once you get to a certain point of that that you start to see yourself clearly and you start to see your connection clearly and you start to feel and you said oh it's okay to like i can cry like this is more me, man. I'm a cry. I'm still a man. I'm I'm a dude. I'm a and I'm still and I'm more. Yo, I could go on and on about this, man, because it's just it, it just lights the soul on fire, yo. You know what I mean? It does. Yo. It does, man. And I completely <laughs> agree, man. I'm the same exact way, bro. So I've been vegetarian for the last three years. And you know, when I made that transition, I literally felt exactly as you said, man. Like, and I didn't really understand what I was feeling, but I was felt the toxins of all that leave, and I felt myself get lighter. And then when I started to really research and start to really understand consciousness, I just as you did and really spoke on, you know, me meat does have that consciousness. Plants do have that consciousness. And when I started to shed that and I started to release it, it was like, oh damn, like I don't, I don't feel as negative as I do. I don't feel as heavy as I do. I'm not quick to just rush or to assume or to, you know, get annoyed or be aggressive. I was just, all right, cool. I'm just me. You know, I'm just me, you know, and that was what I loved more than anything. And, you know, I've been on it, like I said, for the last three years and, you know, I still be tripping up sometimes, but that's still the human aspect of me and that ownership and the love and the joy of me being me at the end of the day, man, you know, we are here to be exactly who we are meant to be and perform and do exactly was what we are meant to do. And nothing can change that. That is, that is what we are here to do. And at the end of the day, nobody really knows what each other person should do that's each person's journey and that's what i love about you know as you described with that plant-based journey in itself is that it's exactly that a journey it's something where you are going to fall but you're going to get back up as there are going to be some ways where you know you go down the wrong path and you might find that foods don't agree with you and then you go down the right one you know you have trial and error you have these experiences where you know you're trying to really understand what it is that you're feeling because like you said bro like it's something that does light your soul on fire and you're only going to know it and be able to express it and understand it when you feel it it's not it's not something that you can give to someone and be like hey take this hit this drink this smoke like that's not how this is like this is just like okay i'm me i love me and there's nothing wrong with me there's a greatness in me and an appreciation in me and that's what i really think men are starting to understand is that you know men are starting to understand that it's okay to 
be feminine and to have that type of vulnerability and to want to communicate when you're tired, to want to communicate when you're down, to want to communicate when you need a break and have that power, have and express that power and say, I'm still just as much Austin as I was when I said that. But at the end of the day, I'm doing what I need to, to preserve my inner self, to preserve my soul so that I'm not getting burnt out, so that I'm not in a misalignment or, you know, I'm not focused on things like you said that are keeping me in that more primal or more tertiary state yes yes brother yes <laughs> yeah man it's, exactly exactly man it's a journey it's beautiful man it's beautiful i think i think i think, I think we, we are going to get to that point where i can i can give you you know an experience i think where i think we have i know whether we have that ability as these divine spiritual elegant very powerful spiritual beings of all possibilities eternal beings yes anything is possible i'm just you know this is just the vehicle this is just the car it's yes. not, this is not the driver like this is cool like my car and everything you know what i'm saying i got my whip and my wheels and i got you know what i'm saying but like you know you see me up in here like i'm driving i'm up in here you know what i'm saying yep. like i'm driving this thing so you know i just think that um uh, I forgot what I was going to say, man. But yeah, yeah, that was that's no, I feel you, man. Yeah. And it's just it's it's dope, man. And, and that's exactly it, you know, and that's what I love about, you know, exchanges like this is that, you know, there is so much of a genuinity to it. And there is so much of just, you know, that mutual understanding because it's two people on this journey expressing this, man. And, you know, I want to kind of talk about a little more of um, what you've kind of created and, and what you founded this university, man, this university of modest is something that, you know, I don't really know much about out of um i looked it up a little bit and it, it was uh, i was looking at you know the seven principles and where that level of understanding came from but please man enlighten me because I've, I've wanted to learn about this for a while but like i said before i didn't really know what source to go to or what source was genuine yeah. right and and, and giving yeah. a proper and true narrative so please yeah i'm i'm a forever student man and by 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 any means i'm not a master myself i'll be forever learning I, I, you know, really started for me when when I went to Kemet myself in Africa, and and started learning. I went on an educational tour and learned a lot about, you know, about our African spirituality and principles and ways of living, and you know that really, that really, and when we were on that 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 tour. He was talking a lot about like awakening your ancestral DNA and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? You know, I wasn't, I didn't really connect necessarily energetically on what he was, there was still a miss because like it wasn't awakened me. So like that meat consciousness could relate to the meat outside of it. Well, that ancestral DNA, it wasn't awakened me yet. So I, it couldn't like relate to the outside of it just yet until yeah. it started awakening. And as it started to awaken after I'd come back, I came back home and it was like my my mind was just it was just tweaked just a little bit right but it was like my radar was like now it was like tweaked right on point and now it was a lot more accurate and I started bringing in these these principles and you know really acknowledging my you know uh, aboriginal heritage people of color african because we we're all over the world we we're here in america before you know anyone ever even got here you know what i'm saying we're all over yes, the place big secret they don't want to know that but mm -hmm. like everywhere right and you know i started just bringing in and really uh remembering what i already know 
was most important and remembering truths and things just started to make sense in my life things that i already adhered to like i was already in love with truth ever since i was a boy my plate always had to be balanced and i always ate it like if i had the peas and if i had the, the corn and if i had the, the chicken because my mama she always made the chicken right you know what i'm saying always like 50 different ways you know <laughs> and then i had the broccoli over here I, I wouldn't be the type to like eat one and eat this one all i, I would always like eat them all evenly and like oh, <laughs> and so i wouldn't constantly like eat like that right I and then you. at the very end I, at the very end i still do it to this day i'm like sort of like compulsive sometimes you know but i'll end up with like you know one pea and one like you know corn and one little piece of this and one little and then i'll put it all on a spoon together and i'll eat it all together so balance for me i've just always loved balance and order i've always just i'm the type of person man that like I just love those things. I, I, I say organization is sexy. It's like, oh, you organize. Well, that's sexy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I like, feel you. I feel you, man. Yeah, you know 100%. Saying? I do. And it's just like, it's like if we were like working and I was like, oh, let's, we got to create a document. I was like, okay, hold on. Let me, uh, the document, but let me, let me, let me understand where it's going to be filed first before I just create a document. Yeah, I need the structure. I, I, I need like, the outline. Yeah. I like the, I like that. And so, so we talk about, now we get back, you know, to the school and I'm like, this is all makes sense on so many levels to me. It just makes sense that this is how things can sustain and societies can sustain and civilizations that we've built. We've like built civilizations that have lasted for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years, well before anything having to do with America arriving well well before slavery like forget slavery is like is like is like yes like that so i can't even school. squeeze my yes. head and then and then, and then the, the timeline of that which we are is like way over there 10 miles and way over there 10 miles and, and that slant is like that so like these these age-old principles these eternal universal principles of eternity like everything just start to make sense so we talk about like ma'at and ma'at university in the school right which are the principles of truth and justice and order and balance and harmony and reciprocity, you know what I'm saying? And, and those sorts of things and righteousness, those principles just make sense to me. I'm like, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, that's that works. Exactly. And they were already in me. So I just felt an alignment. And so Ma'at is like, she's, those principles are, are, are like represented through the goddess Ma'at, which is more like a way of like living your life, a way of, of being able to have these sort of internal pillars that will give you strength on how to move forward in a way that will work for everybody, not just you or me, but it works for everybody. If I'm out here in my life in a way where I'm living from from truth, I'm really, truly, honestly seeking my truth, and I have a certain amount of order, and I'm seeking order and harmony in my life, and balance and righteousness, and I'm really doing my efforts to do the right thing, and I'm really doing like a give and take of reciprocity. If we if if we host, create that context, that that's a world where everybody can thrive. I'm just I just know yes. that. And so when you talk about like, you know, so that's that's what our school, Ma'at University represents and really bringing 
forth uh, principles that weren't available to us because I was raised in LA in the hood and everything, right? But where I grew up, it wasn't like, it wasn't no yoga studios when I was growing up and it wasn't even like, even now to this day, you're not going to find no Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and, or, you know, you're not going to find that. Yeah, ain't no find sprouts out there. Course. Yeah, exactly. Sprouts, yeah, it's the closest one is going to be like Culver City, which is like, you know, 10, 10, 15 miles out exactly. of this big, you know, uh, diameter. So, you know, the, the intention of the school is to like make it very accessible to have to have these high level tools and learning like yoga, meditation, ways of learning, you know, uh, you know, these relationship courses, uh, live courses. We just finished a 21 day yoga, Kundalini yoga challenge. Uh, oh, wow. Men awesome. being able to connect with each other. We just had a summit that's called Evolving Men of Color Summit January 16th. So holding a space for men of color evolution. It's natural for us to evolve. It's natural for us as men of color to be creators and to create these new things. We're always coming up with like something new. It's either like a new way to wear our clothes, a new word, a new this, because we are the creators of like civilizations. It's like, it's just, it's natural for us to constantly create something anew and to bring in new energies, a new dance. It's a, that's why you go to like, it's like Africa, you have all, the, they have all these different languages, all these different dances, all these different types of clothes. It's like, it's like you, anything in the world, you can always reference it back to some place in the, from, from some sort of motherland. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and sir. this was once a motherland too, but like from there, it's like, it's still, you know, popping. So um, that's what my university is. And uh, so, so we actually are holding that space and what we're really working on uh, this, it's really, ultimately it's about the balance between the masculine and feminine. And, and, and right now we're also really focusing on the work that us as men of color uh, need to do to create that balance between the masculine and feminine. And first thing we gotta do, like we talked about, is accept that femin- feminine aspect within ourselves and know how to use it. And not only does it enhance us, but it makes us actually more of a man. It makes us more whole and complete, more beautiful, more powerful, you know what I'm saying? More expressive, more sensitive, more humble. It just makes us more of a whole man. So I think when we start to realize that, we're like, yo, I've been missing out on me, shit. And that's exactly what it's going to be is we're going to be like, damn, man, like what, what the hell have I been doing? You know, and I, I love that you that's that's just so beautiful, man. And I now that I know, you know, the real uh, a bit more of that true knowledge from Ma'at and, you know, it kind of resonates with, you know, the the idea and the understanding of us being, you know, that original people of the original man, the Asiatic man. And, you know, having that foreground and that background um, for me. You know, it was a little different having an understanding of, you know, the black community and myself as a black man, because my father's from Africa. My father was born in Togo. So with my father being from Togo and, and having that, you know, direct connection, I always felt, you know, like like I did have a little more of that ancestral connection when I did talk with my grandmother, you know, about what things looked like back home or when I saw those things back home, you know, they, they almost seemed like very familiar images, you know, so it was it was really, really deep for me when I really started to develop that relationship with the dad, with my dad's side of the family and really understand that part of myself and understand more of that, you know, connection to that, you know, once again, that that Kemet or original 
origin, if you will, you know, to begin with. So that's, that's, that's dope, man. And I love it that, you know, we, as once again, a black community specifically, you know, the black male is starting to understand that, you know, it's not a, just about, you know, who running the block and selling weed and, you know, women clothes, all these materialistic things. It's about understanding self. It's about understanding who we are and what we have in our lives and what we're yeah. here to create, what we're here to build, where we can, what we need to do to really dig that inner crown from within ourselves and put it on top of our head and say, this is our kingdom. This is what we create. This is our legacy. This is what we are here to build and pass down to our children, to our seeds and to invest in our future, to invest in our future communities. So I want to ask you, man, you know, you once again, starting with that initiative of um, evolving men of color. Um, thank you for that. And, and starting that number one, but number two, you know, where's a bit of that direction and where is it going now? I know that you guys had that, um, that summit this year or was it was it was this year correct okay cool yeah it was just last in january 16th actually perfect cool um, man yeah look, before before i i wanted to address something you said yeah, yeah go ahead really really important and then we can let's jump back to this yeah yeah please you know, i used to um you know the because you had said something about yeah we we as men we get caught up in in, in the cars and the money and the girls yes. and stuff like yes. that i just i think that that's very very important um because what you said i, I need to just highlight that because you know, I, I too thought that that stuff was important because I hadn't really experienced. Um, I think, you know, when we we when we don't experience a certain level of like who we truly are, and like, you know, that that magical being uh, of self, I had real low self esteem. Let me put it like that. Let me jump in with that. I feel you. Trust I didn't. Me. I feel you. I looked in the mirror and I never consciously even thought about it. But looking back now, I realized that's why I never thought about it because it was low. So I didn't want to actually look at it. And so because I didn't think much of myself, because I wasn't trained to see, you know, think much of myself and because I didn't see images of myself that were out there that I could relate to that were beautiful and divine and leading and, and heroic. I wasn't, I didn't have commercials constantly flashing these images of me and you know skin and look like me and men and having seen families and seeing families and and men and you know respecting women and stuff like that I, w I wasn't slammed my mind wasn't slammed with that I was slammed with the opposite actually and so I did the opposite things but but you start to see what really matters and when you talk about like building something and leaving something and you start to see like man I don't care about that. I don't care about those that car and like. Don't get me wrong, because I like to dress too. You see what I'm saying? Well, but course. now I know yeah. that this could burn, and it's like I don't want. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, it could burn. And I'm like, I still know what's important. I'm still gonna be adhering to my divine mission. You see what I'm saying? It's it's that clarity, and I think once we sacrifice a certain amount of certain things and we 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 create that clarity, we start to we can start to release certain things of ourselves and certain lifestyles that hold us back from truly aligning with our divine selves and creating about and truly building something like truly building something like building something so um so yeah but so yeah that's i wanted to say that but the um the evolving men of color 
That was January 16th. And we're gonna do that every every year. And but right now we're actually I'm working with a smaller group of men and a, a brotherhood, a monthly thing. And that's a smaller sort of closed thing where we're we're learning to cultivate ourselves on a small level before we can actually put that out there and make it accessible to to more brothers and whatnot. So we're working on that. There and you also go. in a couple of months working on like the group on the group coaching as well. Um, but we're taking our time. Uh, right now, because I'm actually also we're also working with the production aspect of, of bringing things in as well and and working on doing a short film right now and and certain things that are because I just I love like those elements, you know, everything we talked about and, and, and entertainment as a tool as well, too. We have a small production company, so we're kind of like awesome. I'm kind of like that plate. I'm like kind of circling on these things and wrapping them all together and building the team. So that is beautiful. Uh, yeah, that's what's up right now, man. That's what's up, man. That is beautiful. And, you know, it just, it's just—it's—it's a matter of, you know, just continuing that momentum, right? And it's a matter of continuing this type of energy of, you know, and, and the reality of it is, is that it's here now. It's not going anywhere. It's not going to change. The energy is here. And now that it's here, let's really, really build with it. Let's really, really create with it. Let's really yeah. put something forth that just as you said, let's refine it, fine tune it, you know, and, and work on it as a smaller unit and then distribute it for everybody to learn from, from everybody to grow from and really leave something that's here to educate, that's here to help people and help men specifically through all of these transitions and through these transitions in this journey called life, you know, and that's the biggest thing right now is that, you know, with whether it have been COVID, whether it have been, you know, unemployment through the roof, people losing jobs, people having so much instability in their lives, you know, all of these different things that have happened in the last couple of years, everybody right now more than anything is experiencing this upheaval of their identity of who they are what they thought that you know their life meant or what they thought that their life was supposed to be and we're entering this new period where we get to kind of take the pencil if you will or take that pen and start to write our own story we start to write our own narrative and we start to create our own identity of who we really are of who we want to be and most importantly who we're meant to be we're able to really understand what we are here to do we're able to understand and align with what we're here to do why we're here and most importantly have that strength and conviction in what we do who we are and why we're here to do it and that's what i love more than anything is is seeing this and you know being a part of this and helping contribute to this is just you know it's so great man because like i said we're we're in a completely new evolutionary cusp of consciousness and it's man it's female it's child it's you know the the energies that are around us quantum and and everything that's around here it's we're all seeing the interconnectivity of it we're all seeing the interrelatability of it and we're seeing that there is a true oneness and that true oneness is within self and within self is everything that's around and just as that is as it will always be and as it was it's just that oneness it's just that one mm. yeah man that's it yes that, that one I love you, brother. Thank you. 
I love you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you for this time. And, and thank you for this conversation, man. I just, I really appreciate you, man. Just appreciate all that you do and your time and your energy, man. And just, you know, your awareness, most importantly. And, and I really am grateful for you and those that are like you that, you know, have attained that lifestyle of wealth and then took that step back and said, you know what, this, this isn't, this isn't it, you know, and you're able to show everybody else that's running towards it. That's on this rumor mill, you know, that we're on this giant treadmill of, you know, this is what we need to do. This is the type of lifestyle we should achieve. And we're now seeing people that are there and we're like, wait a minute, if they don't have it. And if I don't have it, there's, there's, there's something going on here. And if nobody has it, obviously nobody has it, but we all have it. We all have exactly what we need. And we have, we all have everything that we need to do everything that we want to create everything that we want and be all of who we are. And we already have it. It's here. It's here. So I just want to thank you, man, more than anything. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this conversation. And I'm just truly grateful, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Once you have you, you have everything. That's it. Everything, baby. Everything, that's when, man. That's when it gets fun, man. When when we learn to just have ourselves, what that what that really experience is. Boom. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me, man. Uh, we can do this again some other time, man. I, yes. I anytime. I'm always here, brother. And thank you. I'm a reflection of you as well, too. Thank you for holding that consciousness as well. Thank you for holding it up because we're all anchoring it in on these different vibrations to anchor in to lift our planet up. So it takes a tribe. It takes all of us, man. So I acknowledge, appreciate, and love you too. And thank you for the work that you do every single day because it, it, it's, a, it's the journey. We have to love the journey. We have to love the work itself. It's not the payoff. The journey is the payoff. You know what I'm saying? So we have to learn that. So thank you as well for being who you are in the world, brother. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. To all who are listening, thank you all. Wishing you peace and blessings, love and light each and every day and always and in always and forever. May you continue to grow. May you continue to expand. May you continue to reach and achieve that oneness. And may you understand that that oneness is already within you. All it is is there for you to unite. Peace and blessings always. Ashe.